You're listening to the Bible 126 podcast. John 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. But in the book of Revelation, chapters 2 and 3, seven times these words occur. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith. It says under the churches here, because it's talking particularly under the churches. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith. Until you learn how to listen to God in your life, you'll never have his favor. Because you'll be living outside of his will, justifying what you're doing, declaring everything is all right, and that you're a Christian, but it takes more than that. Psalm 32, verse 8 and 9. Listen to what he says. I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. So I've got to be listening. I will counsel with you with my eye upon you. Do not be as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose trappings include bit and bridle to hold them in check, or otherwise they'll not come to you. So if we're going to be listeners... Listen, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. In order for me to know the will of God and the way of God, the first lesson is I've got to learn to listen to Him. How do you listen to God? Have you thought about that in your own life? Do you listen to Him? When you get down to pray, do you take time to listen or do you do all the talking? This is why the Holy Spirit came into our life the moment we were saved to be our internal guide and director. He's the one who points us in the right direction. He's the one who gives us awareness of what's happening. He's the one who shows us on the other side of the question that you and I couldn't figure out without his good counsel. If you don't listen to God, who are you listening to? You listen to somebody who doesn't really know you. There are lots of people who know you who want to tell you how to live your life and what you should do and what you shouldn't do, and and they can influence you in different ways. But here's the important thing. God who created you, who indwelt you with the Holy Spirit the moment you were saved, He is the one whom we are to listen to above everybody else in the world, no matter who they are. He's the only one who is infinite in His wisdom. He's the only one who knows everything about you. He knows your potential. He knows His will, His purpose, His plan. He knows who best suits you. He knows where you ought to live, what you ought to drive. He knows everything about us. We should consult Him about everything in life. Name me one thing you should not ask God about. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So ask yourself this question. Would you say that you're a listener? Among God's children, would you say, count me in as a listener to God? I pray to Him and listen. 
I, I listen to the messages. I listen to the voice of those speaking the truth. I listen to the words in the songs. I'm listening to God. It is a sacred duty, an absolute essential in our relationship to God to listen to Him. So, learning to listen to God is the basic lesson of being a godly person. So, in order to listen to God, we must learn how to identify His voice. So, let me ask you a question. You don't raise your hand naturally. Now, think about this soberly and seriously if you had to answer this to God. Do you know how to listen to God? Do you know, are you aware when God is trying to speak to you? Do you know in your heart when you may say, well, my conscience said this or my conscience said that. Do you, th do you think about the fact that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you? He's trying to say something to you. Sometimes it won't make any sense to you at all. But that's not the issue. The issue is that He is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. He knows exactly what we need, when we need it, and how we need it. And He knows how to say it to us in a way that we can understand it. All of us, every single day, should want to listen to God from the moment we wake up till the time we lose consciousness going to sleep at night. So, in order to listen to God, we've got to learn how. First of all, God's voice will be consistent with Scripture. The one thing that you always have to remember, God is not going to tell you something that is a violation of the Word of God. Never. I may not understand it, but He'll never ask us to violate the Word of God. So, it's going to be consistent with Scripture. And secondly, oftentimes it's going to be in conflict with human reason. Somebody says, well, this is the reasonable thing to do. If you obey God, it will not always be the reasonable thing to do. If you listen to God, it won't be sometimes the reasonable thing to do because He knows past, present, and future. He knows your abilities, talents, skills, and He knows His will for your life. A third thing is it's going to clash with fleshly desires, sinful desires that crop up in a person's life. We all have to be sensitive to that. And listening to God, what you hear is going to clash. There'll be conflict. You'll sense the conflict. This is what happens when you are tempted in some particular area of life. You, you, you feel this conflict on the inside. That's the spirit versus the flesh trying to give you direction for what to do. Oftentimes, it'll challenge your faith when you listen to Him. You listen to what God is trying to say to you, it'll challenge your faith to do what you probably don't think you're capable of doing. Sometimes it calls for courage in your life. And that is, God, are you sure you want me to do this? Yes. Because listen, when God gives a command, He also accompanies that command with His power, strength, energy, know-how, in order to help you to be able to do what He called you to do. So it's when somebody says, well, I know God's calling me to do this and so, but I don't think I can. Remember this, God does not call you without giving whatever is necessary to help you and enable you to do it. He speaks quietly. Every time somebody says, well, I never heard God speak. Well, you expect Him to shout. He's not going to shout. Because He has the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, all three persons of the Trinity, they whisper to us quietly, this is my will. This is the way, walk ye in it. One thing about it, He speaks very clearly. I can't ever remember God saying, figure this out. He always speaks clearly. 
somebody says, well, God's never spoken to me. Yes, he has. You may not have been listening. It may be a shock to you that he spoke to you. He may have spoken to you in a way that you didn't expect, you didn't anticipate. But to say that you've been saved by the grace of God and God didn't speak to you, surely he did. That's the reason you got saved. He convicted you of your sin. Somebody was preaching or you read something and you felt convicted of your sin. That was the Spirit of God speaking to your heart. He told you that you needed to be saved. That's the Spirit of God. Yielded your life to Christ. That's the Spirit of God. God doesn't stop talking to you when you're saved. That's the beginning of the voice of God in your life to not only bring you to conviction and salvation, but to bring you to live a daily life of obedience and surrender to Him. He speaks personally. Watch this. God will never say, you all. He speaks to you and to you and to you and to me. Never you all. He may say to all of us as a fellowship, I want you to do this and so, but he's speaking to each of us individually. That's our God's awesome, personal, loving, individual care for you. That he loves you enough to speak to you about your situation. It may be about your marriage, about your children, about somebody you're going to marry, or your finances, or whatever it might be. Watch this carefully. God speaks clearly and individually to us about every single concern that we have, all things that we're not concerned about, that we ought to be concerned about, convicts us of sin. He's always speaking. For example, have you not said to your children, listen to me? Have you ever said to them, if you don't listen to me, who are you going to listen to? And they have an answer. John 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, and so on. No man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. To know the voice of God is the privilege of the children of God. And God is desirous of letting us know that He is not only alive and well, He's not only in charge of the universe, but He is personally concerned and would personally speak to His own children. You can know God personally, and then you can make Him known to others. Knowing the voice of God is a very real experience. It allows you a sense of participation, of communication, of relationship, in a real way that each day and each hour can become meaningful in your life. I ask you to look for any man or woman of God in the Word of God. One thing you'll always see, they all knew the voice of God. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about Hannah, the mother of Samuel, or Samuel, the man of God. They knew the voice of God. Or of David, the king. Or of Amos, the shepherd. You will find that the voice of God was real 
to every single person who was a man or woman of God here in the Word. Obviously, the voice of God was known by the writers of the Word or we wouldn't even have the Word. Did God stop with the ending of the New Testament speaking to man? I believe that God still speaks to man and this is what the Word, the Bible, is backing up that today we can hear the voice of God in our lives. John chapter 10, he says, My sheep know my voice. We can know the voice of God. It's a scriptural experience, and it's something we can expect to enjoy and to learn to depend upon as we walk in this life following our shepherd. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.